Welcome to Across the Aisle. Joining me right now is Heather Cork-Ulick. She's the Executive Director of Nevada HealthLink, Nevada's state-run health insurance exchange. Heather, thanks for joining me. My pleasure. Thanks. So yesterday, you announced and the state announced that uh, there was going to be an, a special open enrollment period uh, for uh, for signing up for insurance through the exchange um, due to the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak. Can you talk a little bit about what you announced yesterday? Yeah, thanks so much for this opportunity. Um, so we've been collaborating, we at the exchange have been collaborating with the governor's office and really paying close attention to the uh, declaration of emergency, both at the state level and the national level. And um, really thinking about what can our agencies collectively do um, and individually do to help support Nevadans through this crisis. So at the exchange, we um, have now as a state-based exchange, um, the authority to create special enrollment periods that are based on extenuating circumstances or exceptional circumstances. Um, The exceptional circumstance here being that we have a public health emergency and the COVID-19 pandemic has really created that emergency for our state. So what we've done is create a 30-day special enrollment period for qualified individuals who were not enrolled uh, in 2020 plans. So anybody who is eligible who did not get a plan during open enrollment is now eligible for a 30-day window to get connected to one of the comprehensive health plans on Nevada Health Inc. Are there any special qualifications for enrollment during the during this new window, or is it anyone who would have otherwise been eligible during the normal open enrollment period? It's really for anybody who would have otherwise been eligible who did not get enrolled for plan year 2020. So um, really anybody who doesn't have Medicare, doesn't have Medicaid, or isn't currently uh, insured through their employer-sponsored plan, we are seeing um, an increase in, uh, unfortunately, Nevadans who are losing their jobs and therefore are losing access to their employer-sponsored coverage. And um, when you lose that, you have a, a qualifying life event that would make you eligible for a special enrollment period on the exchange anytime throughout the year. So this limited special enrollment period is really just for people who didn't get enrolled during open enrollment. So for people who may have uh, opted not to sign up for whatever reason during the normal open enrollment period, this reopens that window for them. If, for example, someone happens to lose their job due to the Uh, COVID-19 pandemic following this special open enrollment period, they would still have a qualifying life event that would allow them to enroll um, after the 30-day window? Exactly. There are several different um, qualifying life events that would allow an individual to get connected to one of our plans anytime throughout the year through a different kind of special enrollment period. Things like having a baby or a decrease in your income or losing access to your employer-sponsored coverage. And if I can just give a quick plug here, we have a whole page on our website devoted to those qualifying life events. It's Nevada Health Link dot com backslash SEP. And you can learn a lot more about that there. Appreciate that. So I know the governor and the president as well have indicated that 
all testing related to uh, the COVID-19 outbreak uh, should not be billed to any patients or individuals being tested. Uh, so it, does that extend to treatment if a person uh, becomes infected as well? And uh, do you know what the implications are for someone potentially uh, who's uninsured but comes down with the virus? Right, so this is a really moving and dynamic time, and, and, and I'm sure even by the time you post this podcast, things may have changed, so I wanna um, kind of put a little asterisk on anything I say moving forward, um, because things may change. Um, but, yeah, yes, exactly. Um, so what's happening right now is that we are ensuring the general public that they're not going to be charged for the test. So don't be afraid to get tested. If you can find one, go ahead and um, get tested. We really need to make sure from a public health perspective that we're tracking everybody who's ill and putting them into the right quarantines to prevent that illness from spreading. Um, what we're seeing, uh, and, and there's a lot of conversation happening right now with Medicaid, maybe expanding through an 1115 waiver, which is a, a kind of wonkish term for uh, an emergency crisis waiver that would, or excuse me, 1135 waiver that would allow the state to basically use emergency federal funds to help pay for the care um, associated with individuals who are sick enough to require hospitalization. Um, and so that's kind of a, a moving dynamic piece that's, that's currently being discussed. Um, and, and that would be specific probably to individuals who are uninsured. And there will be conversations throughout the next weeks and months and probably years about how to um, help our carriers kind of incur the uh, unexpected and dramatic costs that are gonna come with having to uh, pay for the, the care of all of these individuals who will likely need it. Yeah, it's gonna be a long-term discussion um, that is gonna um, you know, require a lot of different parties to become involved and uh, hopefully we'll, you know, in the immediate term at least, ensure that people get tested and treatment um, as, as acute illnesses arise. Does, uh, you've been involved with the state's response to the COVID-19 outbreak since really its earliest stages. Um, what's your impression of how the state has responded up to date and uh, wh what are some of the gaps that we need to think about addressing as we go forward? That's a really good question and something that I've been kind of trying to take a moment here and there to really think through. Um, it's it's impossible to plan for something as widespread and as dramatic as this pandemic is. Um, it touches every single one of us and every single state agency. What we are seeing is a collective body of leadership who is really coming together and paying attention to the experts. Uh, Governor Sislak has listened to public health and medical experts and, um, you know, therefore, called for the 30-day moratorium on businesses that are non-essential um, and really trying to do everything that we can to protect the public and to really keep track of um, the, the infrastructure. I mean, our medical systems could quite easily and will likely become exhausted to a point of being overburdened. And that's something that if we can help, you know, we talk a lot about flattening the curve. If we can do that, we're going to end up saving lives and help keep our infrastructure from collapsing. So really what we're seeing is some dramatic steps, um, but for, for all the right reasons. And one of the kind of general public health 
kind of rules is that you always want to look like you overreacted because if it looks like you overreacted, it means that you saved lives and you responded just as fast as you should have. Yeah, it's, you know, there is certainly some pushback in terms of uh, the state's response. The, um, you know, we should note that we're recording this the, uh, the day after uh, the governor made his announcement regarding shutting down businesses in the state for 30 days. Uh, and certainly on, on social media and other areas, you're seeing some pushback. But you know, I, I support the governor's decision. Um, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a tough one, right? It must have been difficult for the governor of the state of Nevada to shut down gaming. Um, that's, that's a burden that, you know, that, that's the, the responsibility of the governor. But, um, you know, if you've, if you've spent any time reading, um, the Imperial College report that prompted a lot of the, the response that's going out now, um, I think it supports this decision. Um, you know, absolutely. If, if you, I mean, that's from one of the world's leading epidemiologists and infectious outbreak, uh, um, infectious disease outbreak physicians and uh, or doctors, and you know, they, if, if we do nothing, according to his model, the United States could see 2.2 million deaths, and um, that's something that prompts dramatic and bold action. And I think that's what we're what we're dealing with now. There's going to be some collective sacrifice, but I think it's important to note that this is based on um, sort of the best and leading scientists of analysis of where we are. Um, we should also probably note that we're, we're doing this podcast remotely <laughs> and yes. trying to ensure that we're following all social distancing uh, recommendations. Practice what we preach. Yes. That's right. That's right. So um, anything that we're, that, that I haven't asked you about specifically related to the, to the exchange that, uh, that you want to get in before we, before we call this a, an episode? No, I think maybe just going back to the fact that, you know, there are always qualifying life events that could make you eligible for a subsidized plan on our exchange. And most of our consumers, over 80% of them are getting subsidy assistance, which makes their plans incredibly uh, affordable. Some people are even paying $0 a month for those plans. So, um, you know, check out our NevadaHealthLink.com backslash SEP page um, and take a look at all of the qualifying life events. And then really, if you're currently uninsured or maybe you're in one of those skimpy plans, it's time to take a look during this 30-day open enrollment or special enrollment period and uh, connect yourself to comprehensive coverage. There is just never a better time to be fully insured. I appreciate that. That's Heather Korbulik with Nevada Health Link, the state's state-run health insurance exchange. Thank you for joining us to talk a little bit about what we're experiencing with the COVID-19 outbreak and your response to it. Thank you, Senator. This has been Across the Aisle with your host, Senator Ben Kiekefer. Stay up to date and join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or sign up for the newsletter at benfornevada.com.